Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC episode 71. Our next guest is a musician residing in Brooklyn. She combines traditional folk, southern rock, and indie surf to create a sound that reflects her southern roots. You can uh, Her newest EP for Ghosts is out now. You can find her on Instagram at Ashley Strongarm. Please welcome Ashley. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming <laughs> on. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so how did you find us? I found you because you interviewed my friend Gabby Diaz, mm-hmm. and I was really excited to check her out. She had shared it to her story. Um, I, you know, I went to your account. And I started watching some of your interviews with people, and, and you saw how bad we were at it. <laughs> and just wanted to correct no, us. I, I thought that your questions were were really great. Like, you know, how do you stay creative? Like, is live streaming important? I think that mm-hmm. they were like good questions that I don't feel like I've heard a lot of people ask. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I need to follow this. Like, especially being like a New York based artist, I was like, this is a good way to find other people in my area. Like you just never know who you're going to come across and, you know, maybe you end up at their show or you end up collaborating. So it just seemed like a really good opportunity. So awesome. Now we have more questions that that we know we should have, we should have asked her. Yeah, just <laughs> we only have like oh, four shoot. right now. So like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. She doesn't know that. We have a whole kind of questions. Yeah. I think you could turn me up a bit. No, I can't. There you can. There you go. Yeah, I sound way better now. Thank nice. you. Yeah, but like, yeah, so like, let's talk about um, kind of like how you like ended up in New York City because you're from North Carolina. I am, yeah. Awesome. I'm yeah, from so tell Charlotte, us about North Carolina. Nice, oh, nice. Charlotte. Yeah, it was, an, it was an interesting story. I was, I was born and raised in North Carolina. I think when I was maybe 23, I was still working at a news station. I was like a web producer there. So just, you oh. know, hanging out, writing about homicides. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you As know, one does. really, yeah, yeah. really lighthearted stuff, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> murder. Um, and I, you know, I had downloaded Vine when I graduated college um, just to have something to do. I didn't really have a creative outlet and, you know, I enjoyed singing and I didn't really have any direction there and ended up meeting two other musicians on the app, gaining some traction there. And the three of us decided to become a band. And um, Vine was like, this is really awesome. We would love to fund your first music video as a band. So I flew out to New York a couple of times. And every time I went, I decided I would start interviewing as if I lived here. And I would go in and be like, oh, I've, I live in Long Island City because like that's a place <laughs> that I found an apartment at like that is free if I need to move in. And someone was like, you know, eventually somebody was like, can you start Monday? And I just packed up a bag and moved here. And it's been um, an amazing time. It's been four years now. Hmm. That's crazy. That's wow. kind of wild. It yeah. was. A, yeah, it was interesting. It, I was lucky, you know, knowing people from Vine that it felt like I knew more people that I was close with Mm -hmm. here than in my hometown that I felt like really understood by. So Mm -hmm. it was a weirdly easy transition. I feel like if I were to move again, it wouldn't ever play out the same way. So what did you do on Vine? I sang. So I sang six second songs, which is, you know, Mm. not that, not very long time. How did you feel like when it just... It was, yeah, that was wild. I was supposed to go to the office that day and they were like, we have a big global announcement coming up. Um... Maybe let's just hold on this um, coming back into our space. And then a little while later, like one of the people working there, like sent me a photo of him, like carrying a box down a hallway. And he was like, we all got fired. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? God damn. Yeah, it sucked because I mean, I think in the long run, it was good for me and probably for a lot of other people um, because it was only six seconds. I was really... You know, I was in the habit of being like, I'm going to write a song that loops in six seconds. And so I wasn't, I stopped writing full length songs. I was writing mm-hmm. like little tidbits or like little jingles almost. Mm-hmm. And so when it, when it all collapsed, it was like, I need to figure out what I'm going to do next. And that was when I was like, you know, this is a sign I should probably take music more seriously. And like, 
I don't want to look back and be like, wow, I sure did gain a lot of Vine followers. Like, it would be nicer to look back and be like, I released music that I'm really proud of. Yeah, so you probably have, like, a very interesting view of, like, you know, TikTok right now, because it seems, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's just like, yeah, yeah, so, like, what do you think of TikTok coming from, like, being, like, a Vine star? It, it's definitely, I see, I do understand why it's, why it's performing better. I think it, it has all of these capabilities, like, the audio function, the fact that it's almost, like, memeable, viral content, you know, jumping on social trends. I, I see why it grew to the size that it did. I think Vine was amazing for creators and there was an amazing community there, but I, I feel like this is more of like a widespread audience type of platform. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's great. I love to like, right before I fall asleep, I'm just like scrolling through and I'm just like constantly blown away by the fact that like, I don't know, like you go on there and you see these young kids and they're like editing video content, right? Yeah. And you're like, what if they just like found out they were good at that and like that's what they end up doing as a profession, that's mm -hmm. crazy. Or someone like starts singing on there the same way I did on Vine and they end up like figuring out that that's what they wanna do full time. So I think I think it's really cool. I was definitely bitter at the start when it was still mm -hmm. musically, I was like, yeah, oh, man. must be nice to have a platform <laughs> that still exists, but I've I've overcome that. I'm, I'm not big on there, I don't think it's made for me, but mm -hmm. I love to, browse it when I'm high. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, I, I, I yeah. think that's sort of like a good lesson for artists in general is like not put all of your eggs in one like social media basket. Absolutely. You have to like make sure you diversify like, you know, attention span or wherever. Because I mean, Instagram could just go bust. Yeah. Don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. you never know. And you know, at the time I was so caught up in what I was doing on Vine that I didn't think like, hey, follow me on Instagram, follow me on yeah. YouTube or Twitter or wherever, you know, I was just like caught up in the numbers in, in that space. And I think that was a big lesson for, for every creator yeah. and anybody watching to be like, oh, okay, so you have to be everywhere at one time. Yeah. I mean, so you said that, that, uh, that uh, you don't think that uh, you, will be a, you will be like a, like a good fit for, you know, on TikTok, but um, so this goes into a question about kind of like your like persona because I was like going through kind of like your like album art and like your music videos mm -hmm. and then just also going through your Instagram and they and you seem like really two different people so like is your like um, musical persona something that uh, you like actively have like a plan for kind of like this whole 50s 60s kind of like you know yeah aesthetic com you know kind of like compared to your like modern instagram you right it's like regular girl aesthetic like yeah, yeah i think i i mean personally i think that i often find a clash between like how i see myself as an artist like who i'm inspired by like you know right off the bat i was like okay who do i really love and it was like the late greats like patsy klein and like skeeter davis and obviously dolly parton is amazing and i was like okay i want to like i want to encapsulate that like i want to be that i want to be this like timeless classic thing and the persona sort of grew from the first single music video and like shifted into like the entire EP and I and I love that and I love dressing that way when I perform and it like it looks a little bit retro and there's just there's a lot that you can do with it and it's interesting because now I do find myself in a place as someone who also just like loves to create content and, and just like you know show my daily life where I'm like I don't know if that's like who I am personally all the time. Like the things that I'm uploading to like reels and TikTok, it's like, it's goofy and it's weird. And the, my stories typically, especially right now, like being like in the middle of a pandemic and being home all the time, like I think we're all losing our minds a little bit, but, a little bit. <laughs> but it is, it's interesting. And it's something that I'm sure I'm going to have to figure out moving forward. Yeah. You know, how do you, 
you know, are you the artist all the time or are you just yourself? And, and that is an art form that you turn on and off, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and I'm sure it's different for everybody, but yeah, because I would like definitely say that your like musical persona kind of like that, like retro persona will like definitely do well as like a character, like on, you know, TikTok, if you that's ever true. want to like pursue something like that. I mean, at least that's, that's like, that's like my opinion, but like, yeah, I do like it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do yeah. too. And it, and it is something that it's like, yeah, maybe it takes like a really sitting down and being like, okay, especially with like the music that's coming out in the future and figuring that out. And it's like, how do you stay consistent? Mm-hmm. You know, am I this person all the time? Am I this person on stage? Um, I don't know. I feel like everyone's got facets of themselves, right? For yeah. sure. Or little categories and you just like unbox parts of yourself. Yeah. Throughout I mean, the how, how did you develop your, your musical taste? I, well, my, the first concert I ever went to, my brother took me to see Old Crow Medicine show. Um, and I was like, this never is heard of them. amazing. They're just bluegrass, like straight oh, bluegrass. bluegrass. Okay. And, you know, from there, I really, you know, it, admired both my older brothers. And I think I, you know, we all grew up singing and I just kind of like thought that's what you do with your family. You just make music for fun. Um, and so I was always really inspired by what they were listening to. I had one brother who listened to a lot of indie, like the shins and not a surf. And then my other brother who's straight up like bluegrass and folk music and him and I, before the world shut down, you know, we're still trying to go to like a folk festival, mm-hmm. like at least once a year, like sharing bluegrass music all the time. So I think it stemmed from that. And it's interesting because I don't know if I, I'm, I'm not a bluegrass artist, but I try to like sprinkle in like some kind of like folk feeling at least mm-hmm. into some of the songs. But yeah, yeah. Is your brother also like in the city? No, oh, no, okay. my my brothers are in Boston and Maryland, so they're all oh. like you know, up this way. Yeah, up this so way. <laughs> <laughs> Boston. Oh no, we just had somebody from like a Berkeley come oh. over here like a few weeks ago, and like I, that guy said. So like he said, yeah, like, he said he, that like he prefers Boston over like New York City and mm. like, Saudi. If you're listening to this, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> way to call him out like that, yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you say it, you got to stick to your guns, right? I mean, yeah, I guess so, but yeah. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, but like, um, yeah, so like speaking of, you know, kind of like coming up here from, you know, New York City and like you kind of like finding your voice over here and stuff like that. Like, why did you choose, like considering your like, you know, musical background and everything? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess, wait, I think you already like answered the question, but it was, I was just like curious because you chose... New York over like Nashville, which which would like, which is like the center for that kind of like right. folky indie, you know, yeah. type yeah, of we, thing. We, we so don't like, get much of that over here. Yeah, right. no, yeah. true. I don't know. I honestly think like, and it sounds really passive to be like, well, life threw me to New York, but you know, like, I mean, it sounds like it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, you know, I'm flying up here, you know, to work on on music with this band with two other girls, and I had so many friends in this area, and it just like you know, I think the city is so intoxicating and it's such a rat race that especially now I know I couldn't, I don't think I could cut it in Nashville because I'd be like, where's the 2 a.m. pizza? Like, and I'd have seen a single rat. I want to like trip over a bagel. Like, I just, you know, I love it. It's it's trash and it's amazing. And it's it's such a rush even right now and every, everything's at a standstill. But I think there's a chaotic part of it that really fits my nature Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think the opportunities are just endless especially the people here I think everyone's always down to create together and collaborate and you know work on new things and 
they're just a million small venues, small bars. It's it's like a city of unpredictable events, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And maybe Nashville's the same way, but I'm I'm definitely glad I ended up here for for that. Okay, at least. has your perspective changed at all from New York City? Like you know, growing up in North Carolina. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm actually I'm working um, on my next single right now, which is which is a lot about that. I when I was in North Carolina, I was very much like even online wanting to present myself in a really appropriate um, southern clean cut. Yeah, (laughs) southern girl. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I moved here and it, it became really apparent that I was a certain person just based on what I felt was acceptable. And and with that came a whole flurry of trying to figure out who I was and I think I changed forms so many times because I just had never thought about it before like you know growing up in a religious family in a state like a red state you know like it was just oh my god I I don't know who I am on my own and I think I've changed a million times since then I remember my first apartment here my first year letting my roommate cut all of my hair off while I drank wine and watched the office like it was this long and like cut it like above my ear because I was just like my mom told me that pretty girls have long hair and like that's complete bullshit and Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that anymore and I stopped wearing dresses and I pierced my nose and you know I just I think I went really far to one to one side and now I'm like figuring out where I am you know in the middle and I've been even now I still I still constantly have these questions like internal questions it's like am I do I feel this way because I really feel this way or do I feel this way because I've been conditioned to feel this way you know for the majority of my life Mm -hmm. so you know Singing about that a lot, singing <laughs> a lot of religious undertones in the songs. Yeah, so. I guess church plays yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, my family was not happy yeah. <laughs> about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's like a very interesting. Yeah, because I guess I mean I think you're like the first person to kind of like explain how like you know New York has changed you mm-hmm. on like such like a fundamental level. Yeah, like compared like like it seems like you like have like a huge. Not even, not even like a culture shock, but kind of like having, you know, just being changed by your like environment, like seeing like another side of the world, like being yeah. less, like becoming less ignorant, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And just and suddenly realizing that I think I for a very long time was just afraid of just being, you know, who I who I really was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just. There, there are people that are not so open-minded in the South. I mean, that's, a, I don't want to generalize, you know, it definitely depends on the person, but there was like a lot of pressure to, you know, to be religious or don't, don't curse online. Don't, mm-hmm. don't sing or say things that, you know, that are outside of the box or that like push the envelope in any way. And it felt really freeing to start to do that. And mm-hmm. especially to just have conversations with people, meet people and, and sort of figure out from there. It was like a stripping away of, of a million masks that I was wearing and trying to figure out who's underneath yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. I think that might be a... This is a terrible segue, but... An amazing segue <laughs> into... I mean, uh, into yeah, like playing, introducing playing one, one of your, your songs. Yeah, yeah. one of your songs for EP. Uh, I think you said you wanted to play uh, Pick Up the Phone, right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Or church, if you want. Yeah, or we church, just yeah, talked about yeah, religion, yeah. I mean... Bet. <laughs> Either one of them works, yeah. Whatever, we decide to <laughs> awesome. play it. Boop. I've never stolen and I'm no liar. I just want what I can't have and you were easy to acquire. So ring the church bells and leave. 
greet the choir I'll repent for all I've done For stepping back into the fire uh, hey guys, welcome back to this episode of Sounds Like NYC, and you have just listened to Church, so like, uh, do you want to talk more about the song, like where your headspace was about that song, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed um, writing this, and it was probably the one that meant the most to me on the EP. Um, my mother was not happy to hear it. But I was, I was glad that I sang about it. I think that, and again, I don't want to like generalize, but I think there's so much hate that comes out of religion. And I think it's fair to say that now more than ever. And just, you know, growing up in a family where I went to church every Sunday and, you know, I went, I went to a Southern Baptist middle school and I was told that all sins are the same and worrying is a sin. So if you worry, you'll go to hell. And I that's probably where my anxiety came from because oh. how do you, you know, and I don't know, like, God damn. yeah. So just having been raised in like really religious environments and moving away and, you know, even, even when I lived in North Carolina, it didn't feel like it felt right for me. And that's not to say it's not right for everybody, but the song itself is just the, it's based on the fact that I've seen people use religion to hurt other people. And, you know, they, they say it's, because of their faith that they can be so so hateful and like just a certain types of people I'm not explaining that um, those weren't my best words but you know just it an excuse for people to be hateful and so I wanted to write it from the perspective of like okay well if you can pray for forgiveness every Sunday then I'm going to be a terrible person and I'll pray for it every Sunday too mm-hmm. you know and so it's kind of the, from the perspective of like you know, if I if I lie to you, I'm not going to burn, because I'll I'll do it again. Because mm-hmm. we all hate the feeling guilty, but we never hate the sin. Right. So it's you know it's just based off of the hypocrisy that that I've seen. Hmm. Yeah, you know it's funny. What? Well, that's a terrible segue. But <laughs> <laughs> what were you? Th- now I'm like, what? What are you? <laughs> Okay, That's okay, actually, what could you that, possibly that, say? Okay. Hear me out. That whole sentiment is actually a trend on TikTok. What are you talking about? Ooh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what are you like, talking about? Look at that about? song on there. Let me see. Okay, Don't pull it. Wait, what do you mean? Okay, so so like in the meantime, no, I would just say, because like I'm a Christian myself and like, 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 like we've heard stories about like, Westboro Baptist and all and right. that like thing and stuff like that and like I can only say this from you know my perspective being like a single Christian but like definitely like yeah those people aren't in the right because like exactly. you know nobody's perfect and like worrying yeah, isn't a sin like I don't know <laughs> like Thank like you. you know people can like you know spin scripture and stuff like that and things like that but I could tell yeah. you worrying is definitely not a sin in of Thanks. itself you know and right. just like yeah yeah because everybody deals with deals with anxiety and we and we like and we like all all have our own like struggles and stuff like that and yeah. i'm the first to say that like i'm going through some stuff which which i wouldn't want other people to necessarily know about but like i'm trying to do better yeah and things like that so like i mean at at the end of the day we're like all non-perfect and we all Right. love and forgiveness exactly yeah. and you know and you know there's people like my sister who we like had a long conversation and she was like you know and that's not what i believe as a christian and i was mm-hmm. like i totally understand that but it's you know just more based on the people yeah westboro baptist church yeah, people yeah, like yeah, that yeah, they just 
Yeah. They just, it's, they yeah, use no, the Bible as a, they as a like, weapon. Yeah, yeah, you know? no. They like irk any like rational person, Christian or not, too, to be honest. So, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like definitely with you on that. Cause, like, yeah. Uh, they're, ugh. <laughs> right. <laughs> this like, it's it's like hard a whole to different see. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, hard. It's hard to see. Yeah. No, but I think it's good that you're like expressing yourself through that. And, like, you know, obviously you're like, family your mother whatever you aren't wouldn't like that but that i think that that reflects more on them and probably more of like a certain insecurity they have more than it reflects on you and your questions and your like own personal journey so i'm so i'm definitely not condemning you (laughs) thank you as all as like a christian as a person yeah music is, is so therapeutic and i think um probably religion has made its way into a lot of my songs because it's something that i think that i've Try, try to come to terms with just mm-hmm. it being a bigger part of my life as a child and you know moving to New York and trying to figure out who I am and I think maybe to my family it's you know opening the lid on a not so perfect look at who mm-hmm. I am but I think that's you know part of being an artist is you get to sing about the things you feel even yeah, if they're very ugly and turn it into something that you know at least I'm biased, but it sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, you no, know, no, no, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But yeah. Okay, so like, what is? I found I it. TikTok what, was an authority. Amazing. Of 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 critiquing bigotry, but. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know this. This is gonna get like no. See? Okay, so See? so I'm like turning it out because you might get copyrighted if you like oh, let it right. stuff like that. But like, yeah, yeah, and and that's so true. I mean, do you want to? Exp- I mean, it's just like we'll just put it up. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. But um, yeah, that's like <laughs> definitely a and and you know issue, just like the hypocrisy and like you know, I would say that like Jesus will like definitely call those people, and he has called out those people if you like read scripture or like in scripture and stuff like Absolutely. that. So like, yeah, because like. I don't know. It's just it's it just really is a culture of like ignorance and like hate. No matter whether it be in the south or up here, or like right. wherever it is, if people want to perpetuate superiority, That's you know they will find it. religion or yeah. like any other they'll means. They'll find they'll find race, whatever. Sort of so so like yeah. you know people like those will like always exist. I think which sucks, yeah. but like at least we could like call them out and like yeah. hopefully try and to convince them lovingly because i'm pretty sure you still love your family no exactly yeah absolutely (laughs) i do yeah and you know i I see where they're coming from yeah i I can imagine being someone's family member and watching them run away to new york and then be like yeah yeah screw this yeah 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 but But all the end of the day you know at the end of the day you'll just uh you'll just be a hallmark uh movie Until I oh man, to Christmas Hallmark, yeah. exactly, exactly. And Santa exactly. yeah. was the baker then, all along. <laughs> oh man. So what do you? So no, no. I wanted to talk about like that, um, that music video. Oh because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's sort of good for artists who are like, you know, looking to make music. Like, how much do you pay for that music video? Oh wait, are you okay? Because it seems like you got a deal because of your friend or. Mm. I, I'll say it. Maybe I, yeah. but I'll yeah, also text say, her yeah, and make yeah, sure. Don't yeah, say yeah, how yeah. much it is. We'll okay. bleep it. But it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid. Well, she I really, got a good deal. I got it. Yeah. yeah, I got a great deal. Um, I worked with Maris Jones, who's based in New York, um, a good friend of mine, and she, she creates these beautiful um, paper sets and paper. That's props. all paper. Wow. Yeah, and so wow. it was wild because the video shoot itself was two days. 
And I showed up and she has a studio room and had turned it into the first set. And we did the first scene, um, me and her and her sister Lavinia. And then I walked out to change and they just started ripping everything down to like, <laughs> and just started painting. Like they pulled the next backdrop down and just painted. Like, I don't feel anything for the final backdrop. And I was like, that was so beautiful. And it's just like, really and it's just pulled apart. Yeah. But they, they did an amazing job and they, Dude. they're so efficient. Wow. Um, so like, is it like her and her sister, like as a two person, like, like production team or was it just like a one-off thing for you? Yeah. Yeah. I believe they, um, are a production team, her and her sister they and their are, friend Molly. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, and yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to check this. To yeah, make sure. that's I think like interesting too. Because huh? that, that was yeah, 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 really, yeah. Let's really like cool. plug them in and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Because like, yeah, they did fantastic job. I wonder if they work, because it's probably just like a certain like type of cinematography. How do you pronounce that word? Movie magic. Mute, yes, movie, movie magic. magic. Sometimes I can't speak, but like, yeah, they're like, they're like level Same. of of production. I've seen like a, you know bigger artists, so like we were like definitely so impressed because yeah. like everything from your like music to like your music videos, they just have this like certain polish to them. That's Thank like, you. It's like really. I really appreciate great. that. Yeah. yeah, they're they're so talented. And Maris, like, we shot a bunch of photos, you know, leading up to the release, and then. Um, came up with a music video idea and ended up using one of the photos that she took on set of the music video for like the actual EP yeah, cover yeah. and sort of based it off of like a Patsy Cline album yeah. cover. So yeah, there I it would have looked wildly different if it weren't for them. <laughs> so they did a great job. Yeah, it's so all like them. thank you guys. Yeah, thank you so much for like awesome, awesome like art direction. <laughs> yeah, but like so like one thing, one more thing that I want to like ask about that is actually like the little cartoon bird. Like so yeah. like. Did, so yeah, like, where'd you find that like, bird? <laughs> so like, was that like kind of like how they do like it, that. like in how they like used to do it with with like what was that? Was it like Mary Poppins or like? Oh yeah, like, you know what I mean, where they like, where they, like animate over. over like the film, or was it like the same process? Yes. So wow. Maris animated it as well, and like Damn. you'll see like another part, like a little butterfly goes yeah. by. So just I mean, it's so good. How did you guys find a, a bunny that plays the piano? <laughs> It was tough. I had put out a Craigslist ad. Yeah. A couple bunnies came in. They claimed to play piano. They were terrible. Mm, it happens. There was a good drummer, Rabbit, but mm. we went with the we went with the Different piano bunny. Yeah. yeah. There are two Benny's references I can make. I like notice from them. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now, what do you feel like is is the most important thing for an artist to sort of like learn or like know? Ooh, the most important thing for an artist to learn or know. I think it's, and I hope this doesn't sound cliche, but I just think it's the importance of connecting with other artists. Mm. And I mean, from from small things to like talking to the band that you're, that's also playing Rockwood in the next slot or, um, you know, finding a, a great photographer on Instagram and being like, oh my God, I realize you're based in New York. Like, would you be interested in working together? I think that there's just creative people all around you. And I've seen other people close their doors off to you know, other artists or to be like, you know, I'm not here for anyone but myself, but I just, I think if you leave those doors open, you, there's just like, you just have absolutely no idea where that can take you, you know, and just like I met, I met Maris on Vine and we just became friends that way. Mm -hmm. And I shot with a, an amazing photographer who I happened to find, I think he found me through her. And it's just, I think everything just turns into like a spider web of connections right. and, you know, there's no point in, and not reaching out to people or, and at least telling them that you appreciate their music. And, you know, we're all, we're all trying to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. What do, what do you think is a waste of time? Ooh, what is a waste of time? Vine. <laughs> Posting oh. vines is a waste oh. of time. That hurt me. <laughs> a waste of time. Let me think here. I'm trying to think of like what I've done as an artist that that was maybe not the smartest thing to do. Maybe getting caught up in numbers. I think I've, I see, or I think we've all seen people who are just really into like, I just want to be bigger online. I want more streams. I like, and you know, I've had to catch myself where I, I see what I've done so far and I'm like, well, that's not as big as this, you know? And I think when you start getting caught up in, in the numbers like that, you, you never celebrate any of your successes because mm -hmm. they all seem like they're just one step away from being something that you'll actually be proud of. And I think then you'll turn around and realize you weren't proud of anything you've done so far. And right. it, it, it takes a lot of the joy out of creating. And I know when the pandemic first started, I, and I was coming to terms with the fact that I couldn't perform anymore. And like, what was I going to do? And suddenly I was like, am I supposed to have more streams as an artist? Am I supposed to be posting more? Like, should I have more followers on TikTok? Like things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and it, I think, I mean, comparison is the thief of joy, but it, it takes away from like the whole reason anyone started to make music in the first place. So right. I think that would be a waste of time. I think if you make something and you're proud of it and, and you're continuing to make things you're proud of, I think that's like the, the right direction to go in. Yeah. Speaking of like rich, yeah. Richwood musical. Rich oh yeah. Rockwood, Rockwood musical. Rock, yeah. Rockwell. I miss Rockwell? it. Rock. Rockwell? Rockwood. Rockwood. Rockwood, Rockwood mm -hmm. music hall. So I saw on your like Instagram kind of like a story of like, you know, one of your performances and it was on March 3rd and it, and like, and like you had like written, you can't wait for, for, for can't wait for the next show on the 21st. Oh, did you get to do it? I or did the, not. <laughs> you had I a week not. off, right? Cause like, yeah, shut down it was like the week. Oh, yeah. And I was going to play, um, <laughs> I've been really, sucks. yeah, it did suck. It sucked big time. Yeah. I like, I've been really fortunate to play, um, with a band in New York, the Moon City Masters who like have played music with me. And like a lot of times we'll get on the same bill cause they're also their own band. Um, and they were playing the night before me and I, we were talking and they were like, yeah, we're not going to play our show. And it wasn't uh, until then that I was like, oh, this is a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's like, oh, like, uh oh, it's a little is something's going to happen, yeah. I guess. But yeah. And then it was like, oh, you guys are like yeah. not going to your gig. Like this yeah. is real. And so then I was like, well, I'm not going to my gig. Like you obviously know what's up. And yeah. Next thing you know, like everything shut down mm -hmm. and we're all working from yeah. home. We both got fired. Well, I got unemployed. Oh no, really? I didn't you even get fired. fired. I was doing, so I was like working at like two different venues, like a jazz venue and then oh, wow. like at uh, the the cutting room, if you ever heard of it. Oh no, so I, I was oh So it's like a pretty famous, I hope they're still around to be honest, but they're like a pretty famous, <laughs> they're like a pretty famous venue, like around like Midtown and stuff like oh, that. Oh my gosh. And like I was only interning at like the second one at like, um, at the cutting room for like a week and then everything happened no. and we were like talking about it i was like talking about it to to my supervisor and stuff like that because there was already panic starting to like come like, in hey, but you don't think like, i'll ever lose my job or like, yeah. no, 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 no 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 it wasn't like that or anything but like <laughs> By yeah the way. dude it sucks it sucks I, like like i understand oh, how you feel God. obviously yeah Just, that's so frustrating one week in is. you're like yeah hey, i mean Daniel, it is what it is you'll but like, never believe <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is but like so yeah so like how's your band doing like are they like still all in the city or like what's going on with them yeah everybody is still here awesome. um they you know we're all resigned to our like 
remote locations, but mm-hmm. I think they're still, they're really killing it on TikTok, actually. They're, oh, awesome. they're doing a lot of like live streaming on Instagram and on TikTok and they're, po- they're being really consistent with posting music. And I look at that and I'm like, that's smart and I should do that. Um, I've had my head down a little bit buried in work right now. Cause I like, you know, people got furloughed and suddenly like the workload has like gotten so much bigger and the team's gotten so much smaller. But that being said, everybody's still here and I'm finally like figuring out how to balance the two because it's interesting, like work-life balance. I feel like it just flew out the door when you work from home because they were yeah. like, well, this is your life now. You, don't, you, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> so working on that and it's it's not easy and I'm sure I think everybody deals with that yeah. in the city. Like you yeah. only have so much like mental energy mm-hmm. and so much creativity. And if you work all day, then you're just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. what am I going to do now? Yeah. But, uh, like, how did you meet them? So what was the process of, like, meeting up with, like, your band? Yeah, well, I mean, wow, speaking of everything being connected, so hear me out. So I met Maris on Vine. Um, I met her sister through her, obviously, when we worked on the music video. Um, her boyfriend and his twin brother are the Moon City Masters. I know they look kind of similar. I just couldn't. Yeah. Are <laughs> they the guitarist and the bassist? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and so... Um, I, you know, I started talking, we were talking about it and I was like, if you ever could help me out, like a backing band would be like really helpful. Like, you know, the, I play the piano and I, I think I love writing on the piano, but like everything that I'm coming out with, I feel like it sounds more full, like with a full band. And mm-hmm. so they were really kind to work with me on that. Um, and then I moved in with a bass player and another person. So it's just all this big right. <laughs> connection awesome, of people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just once again, you just never know who you're gonna meet. Just yeah. meet people. Just, just meet to people. Just meet people. Yeah. Just meet people. But obviously, with mask and proper and now, yeah, now meet people from six feet away. Yeah, exactly. Or just online. Yeah. Just meet strangers on the internet. <laughs> meet strangers. <laughs> if I could say anything. <laughs> oh man, awesome. yeah. So like, um, quick question. You're going to hate me for asking this, but have you ever tried a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich? We're going to cut this out. Yes. That's the dumbest fucking question in no, the world. No, it's important to up. know. No, 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 no. Shut up, shut up. He's caught up because of one guy. They had never had a bacon, egg, and cheese. Never had a bacon, egg, and cheese. He was here wow. for, he's been here for a pretty long time, and he's never had one, so I'm just one. I gotta Yo, you're know. you're stupid. That's Is he stupid. just, doesn't like cheese? No, 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 no. It's just he no. likes all the ingredients alone. No. They just If you're not in the know, China. you're not... If you're not in the know, then you don't from know. China. No. Mm. Yeah, he's from Taiwan, David. Oh, don't. Taiwan, my bad. Sorry. Man. Bad. Yeah, yeah I love a bacon, David. egg, and cheese. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to know. I just. David, you know. While never we're know. on the topic, and we're going to cut this out anyways, <laughs> I have a theory, right? Don't I have yes. a theory. I'm coming in. How you know the neighborhood is gentrified if the bacon, egg, and cheese with the coffee combo is more than. What did I say? Four dollars? Oh, absolutely. Like if it's not, if it's above two ninety nine, you're like, hmm. Yeah. Where am I? Williamsburg. Exactly. What's this? Yeah. <laughs> Coffee prices. That's dude, how you know. Dude, I'm telling you, this should become like a like a re it's like a reoccurring. If we're talking about theories, I have a theory that you can yeah. find your way to Port Authority without if you if GPS didn't exist and you didn't have maps and you also couldn't read street signs. So this is very extremely hypothetical. Oh. Let's say you need to get to Port Authority and you wouldn't know how to get there. You follow pigeons. Because the closer you get to Port Authority, the less toes they have. And you can gauge, and by the time you get to Port Authority, they don't have any toes. And that's when you know you're at Port Authority. And the further away from Port Authority you get, the more toes they have. 
They brought all their toes in Williamsburg. Is this, just, wait, so is this like sixth sense something you developed from kind of like being, being down no. south or like out of nature? Just like, just like, just like she following talks to trails birds, bro. and stuff like that. She talks to birds. <laughs> that explains the birds. Yeah, yeah, the birds on you. He had all his toes when yeah. he landed on my finger. Yeah, I, I don't know when I moved the, here. I was wait, like. What do you mean by toes? I don't think you know, pigeons like, have little like. Toes, bro. Little toes. You don't call them like. Claws, maybe. Claws, yeah. Maybe like they're claws, claws, but like, but they've got straight up pigeons. Them. But like pigeons don't have like you know zero that pigeons and claws, doves right? are the toes, same right? thing. Everybody knows that, David. Pigeons and doves. doves are the same thing. You didn't know? Really? Pigeons yeah. are just all white doves. Cause you see pigeons like <gasps> like they look the like same. All, yeah. Yeah, that, that that's just a dove. Yeah. So you said everyone knew. Not everyone knew. <laughs> I didn't know until like <laughs> three years ago. So exactly. so, 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 so not get off my case. Yeah. Yeah. I but just like I fun facts and, yeah. and take the fun. Well, out of my next time you're, if you're ever just walking around, you'll just start to notice that they just start to, they just have less toes. They'll be like a nub, but I swear to God, by the time you're in Port Authority, they have no feet, and it is not, it's not anything <laughs> you want to see. Port Authority, I'm gonna like try and catch one. <laughs> they and like, like have little peg legs, and you're like, this is awful, and I don't know what it is. You could be onto like a really big scientific just like study or Some something kind of like, like bacteria. Yeah. No, <laughs> the, FBI, like, the FBI wants to know your, your location. <laughs> yeah, I leave here and no one ever hears of me yeah. again. Yeah. Like, ah, shit. At least they'll have this podcast to, re- to yeah, remember you by. Please, yeah. please let yeah. it be known. But uh, I mean, do you want to end off with anything? Like any like last yeah, what do you leave with? advice oh, or yeah. words or... Um, I guess for my own self-promotion purposes, I'm coming out with a new single soon that I'm very excited about. What's Um, it called? It's called Pushing Daisies. And it is... um, That means dying. It does. Does it? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? It's like pushing... Because when you're married, you're pushing the daisies out of the ground. I thought like either like a wheelbarrow full of flowers. or like. Oh, oh, that sounds really nice. A named Daisy. No, no. Like many daisies. (laughs) Many daisies. It means death and dying. That's what it means, yeah. Thank you, Daniel. You're welcome. Yeah, and it's about um, it's actually about coming to terms like with who you are when you like moving away and like trying to figure yourself out, and so that's funny because that's what we've been you know talking, talking a lot yeah. about. But you know, it's just like the line is like, and back home, all my friends they're all having babies. I woke up drunk again. My mind's pushing daisies. It's oh. just like this is my life. It's so different from yours. Fire like, bars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just start rapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just you know, coming to terms with the fact that like the place you left like everyone's living a very different life they've got kids mm-hmm. they've got families right. and you know I'm, i feel that even here sometimes because the amount of my friends from like high school that are, have kids is like disproportionately yeah. too much in my opinion right and we're at this weird point in your life where you can either be this age and have like two kids and a husband and a dog and a picket fence or you could be like doing what i'm doing and it's just like playing gigs and like i ate chef boyardee for lunch like hey, ravioli from the can, it, you yeah. know, like respect to the chef, <laughs> respect to the chef, yeah. chef's kiss. Yeah. But yeah, just and like you know, I mean, obviously not going out now, but I was, I was still going out and like hanging out with people, and mm. they're raising families, and it's, it's such a weird contrast yeah, right weird, now. Yeah. So that um, is coming down the pipeline. I'm very excited, and I guess for my final piece of advice, it's just um, if you. If you like what you're making and you feel good about music or you feel good about whatever you're creating, um, just open yourself up to opportunities and reach out to people you admire. Reach out to me. Reach out. Reach out to this podcast right here. <laughs> and you know, you just you just never free. know. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. Just, yeah, you just I'll never know. Self, self, 
so promote. that was all that was all but you know <laughs> you how just how funny would it be it would be if it's just like anytime you talk i just bleeped it <laughs> <laughs> no one heard anything you just said right good thing i do the editing for all this oh, that's true. right <laughs> yeah. awesome so thank you so yeah, much thanks again so much for coming, coming yeah on. thanks for having me hopefully yes. we weren't too unprofessional no i hope i wasn't too unprofessional no, no, i went off on my pigeon theory um, that's a th- I'm you gonna, just cracked the code. <laughs> you just cracked the code, yeah. There. There's yeah. something there. I'm going to start looking out for that for sure. Yeah, the awesome. closer you get. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for watching this episode of Sounds Like NYC. I've been Daniel. Yeah, and I'm David. And I'm Ashley. And you finally heard our names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>